Season 1, Episode 3. Welcome, podcasters. gentlemen what is up guys how are you guys doing happy wednesday happy hump day happy wednesday happy hump day today we are joined by two very special people two very 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 special people like extremely special people like so special that they're special we have our co-hosts here heward finally welcome thank you very much no he's the honors he's a worcester legend Definitely a legend. What, what do you have to say about this guy, Chris? Um, well, we share the name, not the letters. Mm. We share the blood, not the feathers. Mm. We fly, we soar, but we're sharp like a spork. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Crocker. My guy. Hey. Thank you, boys, for having me. For sure, we had to for our lovely, lovely topic of the day. What are we getting into today? Uh, we'll be covering sports. Sports! Hell yeah, man! This is a this is an awesome topic. You know, for sure, especially right now with everything going on, yeah. sports wise. What we got coming up? There's a lot of big events. Definitely a lot of big events. We got a lot of sports. This is like one of the first times in history that we've had all these sports going on at once. Even like a couple months ago when you looked at it, it was like baseball, basketball, and NHL were all going at the same exact time. Yeah. It's like before, as a sport was ending, we were getting into a new one or even had to wait like a month or two. Now it's we have two or three sports going on year round. Think about the issues that brings up though with like airtime and... All the TV time you have to like set aside for certain sporting occasions and shit. That must be hard to deal with. See, so like this is what I'm trying to get at, right? So if you you said that every time a sport ended, another one would start, right? Mm-hmm. So throughout that whole season, that sport dominated those airways. Mm, you're and saying now, now they have to share it. And now those six months, that three, four, five month period, they were all going at the same time. So working around that shit must have been fucking a 24-hour job. Yeah, for sure. Like, they, they were definitely scheduling that in advance, like, probably a couple months ago. Like, when they figured out that all these sports are going on at once, they definitely got some people set up to schedule these things. They might even have that in, like, the contract in some type of form. Like, if there was ever a need for more, you know, they have certain tools available to them in the contract to be able to do that. Yeah. They may have even added to their existing contract, like a clause because of COVID saying, because of everything going on, this is how we're going to handle it. And this is what we're doing moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think moving forward from now that are like for the seasons coming up, they definitely had like a planner, but think about how like all of a sudden what happened with COVID happened, you know? Yeah. And like, like everything that's, I mean, the goods you can take out of this, like the, virtual reality and like the 360 4k cameras that they have now like that's going to be able to that might we might be able to use that in a medical field you know eventually 
but because of COVID and because we need it for sports right now, like it's blowing up and it's going to get the research it needs, hopefully for medical use or some other type of use in the future. The thing about, yeah, like when COVID happened, like thing, like the set, NBA, whole, the whole NBA shut down in one day. Like one team, one guy on one team tested positive, And then it was like a fucking um, avalanche from that point on. Was that before they created the bubble? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the season was going on when COVID was coming around. And then a player got sick, Rudy Gobert famously. (laughs) I don't know if people know this, but when he got sick, the day before he got sick, he played in a game. And he touched every single one of the reporter's mics right after right before leaving as a joke i remember seeing that video okay and then caught covid the next day so he's like infamous for that kind of so what i was trying to get at is like think about a sport like baseball right where people like our age not a lot of people watch it so think about how hard it is on baseball now that they have to not only try to keep their viewers but keep their viewers with baseball basketball hockey all these sports going on at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like what does help a little bit is due to COVID, every season seems to be, most of the seasons seem to be shortened. Mm-hmm. So that might help a little bit. But yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from for sure. They must be battling for airtime and battling for views. And especially with no ticket sales, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's strictly radio and television. That's the only way you can watch a sporting event. Well, I mean, I know that one thing that would help, like, sporting-wise, like, at least for the airways, I know that each kind of area, each city has their own, like, television channel. So, like, for, like, the Celtics, yeah, for, like, the Celtics, it's, like, Nesson or whatever the channel is. Mm -hmm. So, like, at least those are kind of, like, guaranteed airtime. It's more than national televised games like NBC and, like, CBS and... ESPN, TNT, those are where they're fighting. Yeah. But they have at least the guarantees. Especially with the election going on that just passed. Yeah. Like, they have to literally pick and choose what they're showing. Yeah. You know? And it's like, they might be going with one type of, one group of audience members and then leaving another group of audience members just, like, looking for a way to watch the fuck, a game, you Mm -hmm. know? So, actually, another thing that definitely helps that is, like, the apps. So, like, there's, like, NBA Game Time and probably MLB Show that has all the games. And those apps are meant for people. Yeah, those apps are specifically meant for people who aren't getting, like, their time on cable and can't watch the games. Yeah, even Hulu has, like, live sports. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Damien. (laughs) How much are they paying you for this? We see those commercials all the time, you know? YouTube TV, too. Yeah, YouTube TV. I mean, all these streaming networks, man, they took full advantage of sporting events and people not wanting to pay for cable. Yeah, and it's huge now. I mean, I've had cable my whole entire life, and I just got rid of it. Well, my family got rid of it maybe two years ago, and we're strictly streaming now. We get the local news. We get national news. We get HBO, Showtime, Hulu, Disney. We get everything, especially with the bundles they have now. Like if like a certain ser- service provider you have for your cell phone, you can get Hulu free, you know, if you have yep. like T-Mobile or Sprint. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure Verizon and AT&T are doing the same thing. Yeah, you have Spotify, you get Hulu free. Yep. Not Hulu with sports. You have to obviously add to that, but you get Hulu for free. Yeah. And you can even get live TV through Hulu if you ever wanted to dig in and get like an ABC channel or a Lifetime channel. You always have that option. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing that, that came out of this is that 
it opened up options for people not having cable to be able to watch a certain game or just for those companies. But I think another positive thing is like certain rule changes to to the games or certain aspects to the game. Each game itself, like for example, like baseball is pretty fucking boring, right? So like when they go into extra innings during the COVID season, they would automatically have a runner on second, even like no matter what. Really? Just to speed the game up. And oh, they that's auto- dope. Automatically would have a designated hitter. Um, they would automatically have a, a designated hitter. All they added all these position players may pitch at any time. Like they added all these rules to try to because they only had a sixty game season. Yeah, their season to what one eighty two. Yeah, that's a third. So they had to make it exciting, you know. It can't be yep. a boring sixty games. And I'm I mean? pretty sure they're not cutting anyone's contract, so they're taking a hit, like all around. I think they did cut them down a little bit. Oh, I think okay. The players who did play did get some sort of pay cut, and I think that's what the issue was to start the season. Yeah. Um, okay. Is and that you think that's round like all pro sports? Oh, I don't know about basketball. I I don't think football or basketball because they're so big. Yeah. But ma- baseball because I think most of their money comes off fans like that go to the the stadiums. Ticket sales. Like that's how how dry it is now. You know, like no one really watches it. Like, which one of you guys would sit down and watch a fucking baseball game? I've never I, been to a baseball game, like a professional baseball so I've game. Been, I've been to like three baseball games. Honestly, being at the game is pretty lit. Yeah, it's different, right? But yeah, I'm saying, like, yeah. would you sit down at your home and spend three hours watching a baseball game? Only sometimes. I think I, it just I depends mean, if you like the sport or not. I mean, like, look, look what you guys were saying earlier. No games were like ever shared at the same time, so baseball was probably the only thing on. True. You know, people are sports betters now. Big sports betters. Yeah, people who don't even like baseball are watching the game just, just to, to see if they yep True. win or lose. Yeah, I think it's also different when like playoff comes around. You know, yeah. Like any any playoff sports, I'm willing to watch. Yeah, even of, March of, Madness. Yeah. A lot of people just watch the baseball playoffs too because like those games just be like they would just see the stadium and they would be packed. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different intensity in in playoff games, man. It's like something's on the line, like for sure. You know what I mean? Like mid-season games, it's like you don't really know if you're a playoff team yet. Like you could probably lose a couple games and be okay. But in the playoffs, like you have to win. Like there's nothing like that, bro. Yeah. Nothing. <clears throat> you know what's really interesting, actually? I love watching playoff hockey. Me too. Like they love going at it. It's Super full physical. of energy. Super physical. It's so physical. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of the fun, though, I think uh, it's it's so hard because – I think, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but watching games now with no fans is a little bit different. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I kind of feed off the fans' energy. Like, say Kevin Durant hits a big shot and the stadium goes wild. It's like, I'm over here like, yo, (laughs) what? You know, like, that shit was wild. You see how the fans reacted? And now he hits a big shot, and, like, obviously you know the context. Like, they're losing by two, and he hits a three. Like, so you're going to be excited, but it's not, like, the same Level. Yeah, it's almost someone like tweet about it or something. Yeah, it's like you're playing pickup. Yeah, legit. yeah, you feels know? like you're playing. A, I mean, watching a game at Logan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no. So when we were watching the Holloway and um, Cater fight the other day, oh my god, great fight! Yes, Amazing really good fight. fight. Um, so I noticed that they had fans. So recently, they just started allowing UFC fans back in, and they're only allowing like around a thousand fans in. And UFC usually like packs in their fans, 
but that's something that's at least moving in the right direction of like if sporting events and concerts, you know, even though we're going into like a stricter lockdown now, hopefully they're just finding safer ways to get people out because I fucking miss concerts and going to basketball games and everything being outside. Yeah, football's also started uh, bringing fans back. And some of the playoff games, they oh, have, fire. Yeah, it's just limited capacity, so they're spread out. So gotcha. they probably have like a row blocked off, and then people in a row, and then another row blocked off, and then. That makes sense. On. Yeah. I don't know. I think this fan shit is like common. It's like common sense, man. Like, if you want to go to a game, get tested, show them you have a negative test, and then go to the game. Yeah, you if know, you really like, wanted to do it to that extent. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, if, if you really, if as a business, if you really want to make money, then ask for these things, you know, ask for a fucking negative test, ask for an antibody test showing that you've had it and now you're immune to it and can't spread it or something like that. You know what I mean? Some type of proof. And obviously between get you getting the proof as a business and then the time the customer comes into the doors and watches the game, tons of shit can happen. They get COVID and shit like that. But like, I don't think, I don't want to say they can't be held liable, but at the same time, if they provided you a negative test, promised you they would stay in and then come to the game safely, then I think it'd be on them. It's like know? us going to Walmart or the grocery store. You know, it's at our own risk. We can't, as much as we want the rules to be enforced, I'm not going to go out and scream and tell someone to wear a mask if they're not wearing a mask. I'm walking right by, but that's just me personally. And at, at the same time, like, I'm not, I don't want to get too far into this, like, COVID, no mask, mask shit. And it's like, I just want to end my piece with this it's like dude i'm not the biggest mask fan wear mask wear fan in the world ever but at the end of the day just fucking wear a mask like don't just show up to a store maskless and then start a fight with the employees Legit. you know just wear the mask bro get on with your day come out never wear it again who gives a fuck you know at the end of the day but sorry i just had to get that off my chest i saw a video earlier of a group of people like trying to get into trader joe's without a mask like about to beat up the employees for what bro yeah, I mean, the UFC did have fans, and I think the fight was a little bit more exciting because of it, you know? Definitely, and I'm sure the fighters themselves felt a certain type of way, too. Yeah, like, think about, I mean, they could probably still hear what their coaches slash the commentators are saying to a piece with the fans, like, at the capacity they had. But, like, compared to, like, a full stadium where you can only hear the fans and you can't hear your coaches, you can't hear the commentators, and then going to an empty stadium, we can literally hear the commentators breaking down your fighting and the opposite guy's fighting. Yeah. That's so wild. Even look at the end of the Holloway fight. He was chirping to the commentators the last minute of the fight. You know, he can hear every single word they're saying. Dude wasn't even looking at the guy dodging punches, screaming at the commentators like, I'm the best boxer in the UFC. Dodging punches. It was, an, it was unreal. It was a great fight. A really good fight. Speaking of UFC, what do we got going on this weekend? One of the goats. Two of the goats are fighting. I fuck with Dustin Poirier. He's a savage. He is a savage. He can take damage and he can give damage. Conor McGregor is just goaded. This guy knocked out Jose Aldo, right? A guy who's on a 13-fight winning streak over 10 years in one punch. First 30 seconds of the first round. It's definitely going to be interesting because he hasn't fought in a while. Wasn't his last fight with Floyd? No, his last fight was uh, Donald oh, with, with Cowboy Cerrone. Yep. To 2020, January. Okay. Um, And then he was going to fight Manny Pacquiao boxing. And oh, yep. Dana White said, not before you fight in the UFC. Okay. Um, <clears throat> So then he got, he was going to fight Khabib. Khabib under retirement, so now he's fighting Poirier. And then Khabib, did you see what uh, Khabib said about, well, like, 
his announcement that Dana White had to share with everyone? Yeah. No, what was I it? Found this. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Oh, so he ended up saying, basically, Khabib said, based off how the McGregor fight goes, if it's interesting, and they show him something like worth watching mm-hmm. and it's enticing, yeah, he'll think about coming back so he can fight one of them. <laughs> okay. Like he wants it to be entertaining. So yeah. is this fight for a belt? I believe Khabib has the belt right now. He has the belt. Um, so I, I'm not pot. Hold on. He let's let's slow down a sec because he might have given it up. If you want to look it up real quick, he might have given the belt up when he retired. But I'm not positive because he's still thinking about coming back, so he might still have the belt. Um, but he said, I don't know. Khabib said he would never tie up the division. So if he was like actually going to retire and not come back, he would give up the belt so someone else could have it. Yeah, I don't think it's like official yet. No, 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 no. He's still, he's still under contract with yeah. the UFC. That's why he still has the belt. So as of December 16, 2020, Khabib okay. yeah. is a lightweight champion of the UFC. Um, and, and I think Khabib is saying that because he knows he could beat the fuck out of both of them. Like, he submitted Dustin Poirier and he submitted Conor McGregor. <laughs> and Justin Gaethje. Who is <laughs> like, the last? Oh, Gaethje is the last. Who yeah, is, put him to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Second round. Gaethje and, is lit, too. Gagey causes car crashes. Remember what he says? Like, I'm in there. I caused car crashes. Damage. I was like, this man's for real. And then gets slept in the second (laughs) round. Was running the whole fight. I was like, damn, this guy Khabib's the real deal. No cap. I mean, he wrestles bears, I would hope so. Yeah, I mean, I think part of that is like a, his mentality, bro. Yeah, he's different. Like, you could, you could do all the shit you want. You know what I mean? You could be, you could wrestle a fucking hippo for all I give a fuck, but if you don't have the right mindset, like you're not winning every twenty nine fights in a row, you know? Yeah. Like he's just built different. He's not built like LeBron <laughs> mentally. He's, he's built like Kobe, like Jordan mentally. Gagey? No, Khabib. Oh yes. Yeah, he's like the the UFC's like MJ Kobe. There's, I mean, in the UFC has plenty of those. They have um, Johnny Bones Jones. They have uh, Tito Ortiz. They have George St. Pierre. They have Ryan Couture. They have tons of fighters that have fought and are considered, quote, unquote, some of the greatest of all time. But if Khabib gets the 30-0, and 0, bro, the way he dominates, like, he's the GOAT, man. Who's the McGregor of the NBA? Who's the McGregor of the NBA? Mm-hmm. If Khabib so is the... Be careful, though, because remember, McGregor's won two championships. So I'm thinking so KD. Savage, loud, but KD. I, I could picture you know? KD. KD. I could picture a is KD. Is KD loud enough, though? Because McGregor is loud. KD's so a pretty... He'll get vocal if you entice him. Like if, okay. If you look into KD in the past, like he's he's gone at it with report. Not like, obviously, but he's like joked around with them like sarcastically, like, bro, that's a stupid question type stuff. So like I feel like, yeah, I could say I could see KD as a comparison. That's a that's a good comparison. He goes on Twitter and flames people. He, <laughs> he has a burner account to flame people. Yeah, isn't that a lot of a really? lot of superstars do. Yeah, and everyone knows like it's his burner account. So nobody, I I mean, he just makes a fake. Like you really don't. No, he'll know. make a bunch of them, right? Yeah. So if one gets caught and they find out it's him, he'll make a new one. Like, he just never has an account that people know that's him, you know? He has an account that people don't know it's him. He's out here catfishing people. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Why does that always come up in our conversation? It's the bald spot, Katie. It's all right. (laughs) Come to Worcester, Mass. We'll take care of that for you. Uh, Yeah, we got the barbers out here. So, do you think if Khabib does come back, 
and say he fights McGregor Poirier, and he wins, does he stay in the U.S.? No, he retires. And what if he loses? He retires. He retires either and he's way. Not gonna, I don't think he's going to lose. So you think he comes back for one fight, and then he's done? Yeah, this fight's going to be the biggest purse of all time, though. And he'd end 30-0 and 0 or 29-1? and 1. Yeah. I would hope 30-0. Oh, for no, sure. I mean, I mean, guys, like, if you really look at it, if, the rematch? if we go back right now and why, you think Connor has that? I think he's going to force out Poirier. No, he oh, th- Poirier? Yeah, I he thinks Connor. you think Connor's going to force it? Uh, that's tough, man. Con- Connor. Con- well, so they fought before, you know that. Yeah, for sure. And then Connor knocked him out in the first round. One, one minute into the round, knocked him out. But I think, dude, Poirier is just, I just feel like he's just. A fan favorite, you know, one and two. I think he's just fought more people, you know what I mean? And he's fought Gacy, like he knocked Gacy out, and Gacy knocks everybody else out, you know. And it's like, I just think Poirier got a lot better since the last time they fought. And I don't know if Conor McGregor is, I haven't seen him enough to know that he's that much better, you know what I mean? Then from the first time. McGregor, McGregor, Poirier fought. He could be three times better. I don't know. He knocked out Donald Cerrone fast, you know. But Donald Cerrone is also old and has fought 50, 45, 50 times. It's going to be a good fight. Great fight, man. I think it's going to go five rounds. And I think it's early in the day. It's in Dubai, so it's at, the fight card starts at one. So it's going to be at, what, like four probably? Fight's probably at five or six. Definitely need to order that. Yeah, I mean, dude, in between that and then... The fucking AFC and NFC championships coming up. Like these games are gonna be crazy, man. I'm excited for Sunday. Who do you, so right, let's start let's 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 start right. with the east side. Okay. All right. Let's start with the east side, guys. Who we got on the east? So we got Bills versus Chiefs for the AFC championship game. Right? Now this game is hella interesting. Cause we don't know if Mahomes is gonna play. Yeah. Where do you know where we're at with Mahomes as of right now? We know he has a concussion for sure. Okay. And what is, do you know the NFL protocol on, on a concussion? You get test. I saw, I may be wrong about this, but I think you have to wait a week to play no matter what, whether it's a mild, simple, like not a hard concussion. You know what I mean? I think you have to wait a week to play. Um, and okay. get tested throughout the week and get tested well, and then you could play the week after. But there's also certain scenarios where you could be out two or three weeks because you have those symptoms all the way through, you know? I think I forgot who the last person was like that in the NFL, but there was a couple players this year, I think, who, who missed out on concussions. You think the Chiefs could still win without Patrick Mahomes? No. Like, no. not against the Bills. No. I think the Bills got that with no Patrick Mahomes. What about you, Croc? I think they could win just because Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Pure talent, man. That's true. They just took care of a Browns team. You know what I mean? Defensively, they took care of them motherfuckers. What they let up? 19 points? 17. 17 points? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Here's the thing. I think. They had a bunch of turnovers, too. (sighs) The Bills are nice. Don't get me wrong for sure. I think the Bills are the real deal. They are the real deal. I think it's their defense, but like they just know it's Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Their running backs are hurt. Zach Moss is hurt. Yep, I agree with that. 
that the for the Chiefs defense, all they have to worry about is really Mahomes and Diggs for the most part. Like they have other players, obviously Isaiah McKenzie and John John Brown and I almost said John Snow. You got Cole Beasley too, <laughs> and they have Cole Beasley too. Yep, um, and they have Singletary nothing with John Snow. Um, yeah, I'm a Singletary fool. <laughs> Devin Singletary, he was good last year. I just think it's going to be – it's such a weird element, bro, because Mahomes is literally – like, we haven't seen the Chiefs be good without Mahomes, you know? So if Mahomes comes back and he does play, do you think they smoke the Bills or you think it's still a good game? They played earlier in the season, right? I think they played earlier in the season and it was a close game. How many times did the Chiefs lose? If Mahomes once? comes back, I think the Chiefs are too much. Like, McCole Hardman and Tariq Hill with that speed. Then you have Travis Kelsey, Le'Veon Bell – who barely played last game. That guy Wilson played and still almost had 100 yards rushing, you know. And then their defense is pretty darn good. So the Chiefs and the Bills played in October. Yeah, how'd that go? The Chiefs won 26-17. to 26-17, okay. That's a, it's an, it's, I like the, the Bills. I like Bills Mafia. I like the Bills fans and, like, how they're so wild and, you know what I mean, and just don't give a fuck. I just think the Chiefs are just too too far up, man. Chiefs are favored. What's the what's the line? I three. That's oh, a nice I mean, money line. I mean, without Chiefs money line. Yeah. Not, what? Yeah. What's the money line? Minus what? Two fifty. Money lines minus one fifty. But that's without Mahomes. I'm assuming. I mean, right now he's just questionable, so it's it's questionable. It's as of right now. Yeah. So if they announce that Mahomes is playing, I'm sure it'll go up a little. Yeah, that'd be nice to buy in now. Right now. Because mm-hmm. on ESPN, it says the Chiefs are optimistic Mahomes will play. But also, we got to look at how many times the Chiefs have covered the spread because they were also minus 10 last week and didn't cover. And they had Mahomes the first half of the game. I mean, I guess they were covering at that point. <laughs> like when they had Mahomes, it was like tw- 20 to 7 or something like that. But then on the other side, we have a huge matchup. That game's going to be Great. Two, I'm so excited for two that. Hall of Famers, dude. It's early, too. It's at like 3 o'clock. Two Hall of Famers. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady playing against each other, man. I'm excited to see fucking Tom Brady. That's what I'm hyped for. I don't care what team he's on. I'm it just excited good, to see him there and playing. It looks good. I miss him. No cap. Seeing him throw the ball on, on Sunday was felt good. <laughs> Facts. Just not to Edelman and... Still had Gronk, man. Gronk, That's true. Gronk definitely looked a little bit slower, but it's if you, dude, they played in the early in the season, and the Bucks beat them thirty-eight to ten. I don't know if the Packers lost a game after that, though. They might have went undefeated after that. Yeah, I think they lost once. The Bucks, the Packers, Packers. Oh, this year, Aaron Rodgers about to be MVP, though. Yeah, definitely. Dude, Forty-eight touchdowns and five picks. That's. They've only lost one time. Sure. Jameis Winston just threw 30 and 30 <laughs> last yeah. year. Think about that. A starting quarterback threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. And then we have Aaron Rodgers this year throwing 48 touchdowns and only five interceptions. That is fucking insane. I saw a stat that there's only like been five or six times that in NFL history and a player has thrown 40 plus touchdowns with five or less intos. And Aaron Rodgers is like three of those times. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like I'm so Yo, dead ass. Yeah, I he's mean, nice, bro. Dude, it, and it's like it. It begs the question, right? What if Aaron Rodgers had Bill Belichick? No, oh, 
how many do you think it would be the same recipe as Tom Brady? <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Like, if you reverse, like, if you put Brady Go in, back in Green time. Bay, yeah, and you somehow so put Aaron Rodgers in New do England, think, do you think the stories like Tom Brady would only have one Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers would have six, or do you think Tom Brady would have like two or three and Aaron Rodgers would have six? Because I don't, I don't, I can't give you an answer to that. I'm saying, like, what do you think? Because that's like the argument going on right now. It's like who is more instrumental in the Patriots? Super Bowls was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick? And then so in the past, have great QBs been able to do anything on teams with bad head coaches or defensive or offensive coaches? Yeah, I think you'd be able to say yes, but I don't think you'd be able to say yes to a consistent rate like Tom Brady did with Bill Belichick. Like, it, there's never been a quarterback with a terrible coach. That's won four Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Or five Super Bowls. Maybe one. And that was Aaron Rodgers. He had Mike McCarthy, who's not that good of a coach. Look at him with the Cowboys this year. They went fucking worse than with Jerry, Jason Garrett. You know? I mean, they lost mm-hmm. They lost Dak early, though. So you can't... Like, I mean, with Dak, company. they were one and four, bro. Nah, yeah, that's true. So I think they a were coach is huge. So I'm... Personally, I'm going to go with the side of, I think, Brady isn't Brady without Belichick. But I think that doesn't mean that he's not as good with someone else. He could be better or he could be worse. But I don't think Brady is Brady without Belichick. And I don't think that just say the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I think if Aaron Rodgers had a coach like Bill Belichick, he'd be better. I think a coach is everything. I think you can have a horrible, not a horrible, you can have a person who doesn't have great athletic ability. And with a great coach, you can change that. And you can have someone with amazing athletic ability, but they can't supersede that without the coach. I agree with that. I also think not only, like you said, Aaron, not only is Aaron Rodgers better, but like you said, everybody else is better. Like the thing about Bill Belichick is he drafts the guys who aren't the fastest, who aren't the biggest, and he puts them in situations that they will succeed in. That's the thing about Bill Belichick. So he'll take a small edge rusher, right, and he'll use him on certain plays where he knows that edge rusher can be successful because they're passing the ball, and he doesn't have to go against a running back or a huge lineman. You know what I mean? Even if that player is only getting five, six touches a season, those are key touches yeah. that they're getting. Yeah, if he's getting five touches a game, one of those touches is going to be a QB rush where that QB throws an incompletion, and that's huge. At the, it all adds up at the end, right? So you're 100% right on that aspect, right? But then you look at Tom Brady. This is where I think the argument is flawed. Because you look at Tom Brady now, and he's on his way to the NFC Championship with a a coach who I don't think is that good, Bruce Arians. I mean, he had the Cardinals who were fucking stacked and couldn't do nothing with them. You know what I mean? And he's a great offensive mind. He's a good offensive coordinator, but I don't know about him being a head coach. He's too loosey-goosey. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a... Like a sh- I don't think, I don't know. I just don't think he's too se- is serious enough to be a head coach. But whatever, he's a head coach. And he's taking these people to the NFC Championship, but you got to also look at the amount of fucking talent around this man. He has so many more tools than he did in New England. So he has Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, um, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, and then that defense with Devin White and Levante David and all those fucking players. And Dominican Sue. And Dominican Sue, bro. And they have good rookies, bro. That rookie safety, um, 
I can't think of his fucking name. Is it Javius White? Is that him? Is that who you talking? No, about? that's no. He's on the he's on the Bills. He's a corner on the Bills. Um, I can't. I think it's like Witherspoon or something. Like I, we saw him the other day. He caused a fumble with the tight end on Jared Cook. He literally punched the ball out from the back. I yep. saw that. Oh, uh-huh. oh, Winfield, Winfield. That's his name. Winfield. All right, Andre Winfield or something like that. They have all these good players, right? So maybe like, and he has a terrible coach, and he's still making it that far. His so it's like, that's where I think the argument is flawed because you can't say Brady is that much better than Bill Belichick because Belichick isn't working with shit right now and he's still won eight games and Be- Brady has the whole fucking NFL on his team and he's going to the NFC championship, but he has a terrible coach. Yeah. So like this specific argument, I think is very hard to make in either case. Like Bill Belichick won eight games with a quarterback who can't throw a ball. And that's nothing against Cam Newton. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's one of the best of all time. But he can't throw a ball, bro. He's physically unable to. You see him throw the ball into the dirt eight times a game. And he Legit. won eight games with this quarterback. And no receivers. So here's the thing. I think I don't think you can really apply the... like. It, it's hard to apply the coach-quarterback... Like that scenario to Brady and Belichick because they're just so unique, bro. Like it, there's never like they're name me another coats. one, name me another one. Yeah, they're both coats. Yeah, and it's like the thing is, it's like they've both said at the end of the day, one without the other, it's not happening. Like they they need each other to do it, and it's not. And the thing is, too, you can't just look at them two because there's obviously a whole team around them, but it's hard to just apply that to that like that it's duo. Extremely hard. A perfect scenario would be, okay, give Tom Brady the Patriots team, but throw a different coach on there and see how he does. And it's going to, it's not going to be, in my opinion, he's not going to be in the playoffs right now. He's not going to be in the (laughs) NFC. No, he barely won. AFC champions. He barely won eight games. Yeah. So it's, it's extremely tough unless you do have that perfect scenario, but. And it's like, yeah. And it's like the only, if I think people need to stop looking at it like you guys are saying, like. You can't make that argument. It's very hard to make that argument because they're so different. It's two different things. They're so they're both so important to a football team, right? But it's like they do two different jobs, you know? And yeah. It's like at the end of the day, people should look at it's like the fact that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady together can overcome a bad team and still win a Super Bowl or overcome all these motherfucking obstacles in their way, deflate gate, all these motherfucking gates, that spy gate, all this shit that they had been accused of and injuries and all this shit, and they can still win a Super Bowl, like overcome that shit? Six of them. Two people, two people, bro. A quarterback and a coach overcomes shit that a whole organization for 10 years can't overcome. Look at the Browns for the last 13 years. (laughs) And two people overcame that for 20 years in a row and won six Super Bowls. Damn. That's amazing. It's amazing. And we're blessed to be able to watch that. Like, we can tell our kids, dude, I watched Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Like, I grew up watching Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Just like some of our parents grew up watching MJ. Exactly. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Dude. Hold on. First. Hold on. I got. Yes, I got something to get into. What's the line on the Packers game? I'm I'm, going to assume it's like minus three. On the Packers game? For Green Bay. For the Green Bay, yeah. Yeah, I would assume. Four. Four? four Green Bay? Yeah. Okay. Is it in, it's in Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's probably why. That's on, that's probably the only reason why. No 
Okay. But here's oh. the thing. Here's the thing with so like you would assume oh like Tampa is used to warm weather, right? They're going to play in the cold. It's tough for them. But Tom Brady's from New England, dude. Mm-hmm. So he knows about that cold weather. This is nothing for him. And Mike Evans loves to ski. Oh, he does? Nah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what? How do you know that? You know, I was also going to bring that up, though. Like, ski? the other players. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Tom Brady's used to the cold, but is Chris Godwin's Mike Evans' hands used to the cold? Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, they've probably, they definitely played in some probably cold places over the season so yeah for sure i'm sure they're used to it at this point especially in their whole career like they're used to it at this point so obviously i want i want tom brady to win another super bowl just because you know he's playing for the pats and i gotta support him he's playing for the bucks no he (laughs) he was playing for the pats oh he was playing okay (laughs) and i I gotta support him okay 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 and but the thing is is like i just feel like the packers are just they're just on a roll. It's because you had Aaron Rodgers on your fantasy team, isn't Dude. it? <laughs> no, no, he did ball out this year, though, but that's not why. I kind of want to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. I don't know why. When was the last time he was in the Super Bowl? It's, eight it's years been ago, a while. Seven or eight yeah. years. So here's the thing. I Honestly, whichever team comes out of the NFC, I want them to win. Like That's who I'm rooting for. Uh, actually, I don't know. If the Bills win, I want the Bills to win. If the Chiefs win, I want that. Even if even if Tom Brady goes to the the Super Bowl and the Bills win, you want the Bills to be Tom Brady? Yeah, I'd rather have uh, a uh, I'd rather have an AFC East team win, like one team in our division win. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been in a Super Bowl game since 2011. Yep, and they beat the who? Ten years ago. I know they beat the Falcons in the AFC title game. That was a crazy game. Steelers. 31 to 25. You know what's cool? So if the Buccaneers do end up going to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So it would be the first time in NFL history that the home team will be playing at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which would be fire. That'd be cool. That'd be something different. Another Tom Brady record. Yeah. (laughs) Legit. First quarterback to play as. Leaves the Patriots, (laughs) joins the Bucs, breaks records there, wins a ring. Not even trying to break records. He's breaking them. Legit. He's 43 years old. As Midas. Drew Brees is 40 what? what he just, his birthday was just yesterday or a couple days ago. Two maybe right now. 41 maybe. or 42. And yeah. he's like, you could see his game is declined, obviously. Like, he can't throw deep balls. Like, it's tough for him. And Tom Brady, I mean, obviously he's not as good still, but he's still going at 43. He's 42. Who's 42? Drew Brees. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Dude, Brady, he, uh, yeah, he can't throw a 45-, 50-yard bomb anymore. He can throw, like, a 30-yard bomb, like, seven times a game, not 20 times a game. But I think where Brady is so much better than Breeze and just has gifted ability is his height. Like, Breeze has to do so much to be able to see over the offensive line because he's only, what, 5'10"? He is extremely short. Yeah, I think he's 5'9 or 5'10". Yeah, so he has to literally be try to see spots in between offensive linemen, right, so on top of that. And then he has to throw the ball over people trying to block it and put it in the spot where receivers are. So he has to do all that shit, and he had a bunch of broken ribs earlier in the season. So it's like yeah, for him, it's just it's just not meant to be. For Tom Brady, he could sit there, see the whole field. That 6'5 body probably gives a little bit more power than a 5'9 body, you know. 
And I think mentally Brady's just sharper. Like he gets the ball out in like two point one seconds. Drew Brees is six feet flat. Really? With cleats on for sure and a helmet on. One hundred percent. Tom Brady's six four. But like talk about Brees and Brady, right? And you, you guys you brought up like our parents being able to watch like Jordan and Shaq and all them. And it's like, dude, our generation, we've been able to watch LeBron. Oh, we've yeah. We've been able to watch Brady. We've been Kobe. able to watch Peyton Manning, Kobe Bryant. We've been able to watch people like Andrew Luck, who aren't even like the greatest of all time, but are just like unbelievable talent. Jason like Veritek, Jason Ramirez, so David Ortiz, yeah. Messi, Ronaldo. Con- yeah, mm-hmm. Conor McGregor. Like all these people in our generation Tiger. That are just Tiger, Tiger oh my Woods, God. bro. Serena Williams. Both the Williams sisters, like Novak uh, Djokovic, all those tennis players, bro. Roger like, Federer. Yeah, bro. Think about how many stars we have seen, bro. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. And it's like, I, I don't want to say it is, but I feel like it's more than any other generation. Like, I think we're fucking, Blessed. even in Formula One, look at Lewis Hamilton, Fucking six championships, bro. Tying Michael Schumacher, who we also got to watch if you watch that like racing or like NASCAR people or Earl Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry for you NASCAR people, but yeah, those like, bro, we've got to see some goats, man. So here's the thing. I think as time goes on, technology advances and stuff, athletes are just getting better and like diets are getting better. Training's getting better. I think that's a part, a major part of it. So I think things, I mean, I, it's hard to predict the future, but I mean, at the this rate, there should be better athletes in the future. But I don't know if they're going to be able, like, like there's obviously only going to be one LeBron, one Kobe, you know, one Ronaldo, one Messi. Like, there's only going to be one of these players. It's going to be, do the players like Luca and Zion and the ones that are being hyped, are they going to fill the shoes and actually be as good as the stars were used to? That's a really good point. That is a good point. And I think it goes both ways, like good and bad, right? When you're talking about technology and how it's getting better and how players are using that, like like looking at statistics and stuff like that and trying to find out, oh, what's the most efficient shot or what's the most efficient play where if I miss on it, it's not that big of a deal. And there's options to it where I can get a good rebound or it's only third and short or second. You know what I mean? Like, And then if I hit it, it's very beneficial. So that's, like, the efficiency part of a play. But then I think there's also the aspect of, like, if you look at baseball, it's become very analytical. You could – it's all based off numbers. So, like, I don't know if you guys watched, like, the last major – the series, the championship series of the last baseball season. I forgot what it's called. World Series. World Series. series. I was going to say the championship series. No, you (laughs) said it. You weren't about to say (laughs) (laughs) You said it loud and clear. Whatever. What the one team did, right, is they had a pit in the last game, game six, right? They could have gone um, to game seven. They had a pitcher who was fucking dealing. Um, I think it was the Rays. I think it was the Rays and uh, the Dodgers. And it was game six. And the Rays pitcher, right? Is it the Rays? Rays and Dodgers. Can you look up game six and who was pitching for the Rays on game six? So the Rays pitcher was dealing, bro. Like, I'm telling you, he had, like, 12 strikeouts in, like, inning six or seven. Like, he was... Kang people out right the analytics was saying that w- this other pitcher in the last four 
innings of each game plays better on average than the pitcher who started, right? So they subbed that pitcher in, and he fucking gave up two home runs, and they fucking lost the World Series. Pretty so, sure it was Blake Snell. Blake Snell, yes. Thank you. That's his name. The guy who was fucking cooking, bro, and they took him out, right? Bro, and that's, like, what I'm trying to get at is, like, it's taking away from the feel of the game. Like, this guy is hot, bro. Who cares if he can't pitch next game? You you have to win this game or you lose the series. Keep him in. Yeah, it was Blake Snell. Yeah, keep him in. How yeah, he was in for five that? innings. He had nine strikeouts. Jesus, how many pitches did he throw? Nine strikeouts in five innings, bro? That's ridiculous. People have nine strikeouts in a whole game. <laughs> like, And they took him out and they lost the series because of it. So, like, analytics is... In certain ways, kind of bad isn't like yeah, not, like it's hurting the sport. Yeah. So like, I don't think teams should rely like rely on analytics to make the decisions. I think it, it you have to let the athletes with their gifted ability yes. do what they do best. Thank go you. out and make the plays. Thank you. Yes. And you just gotta let it happen. And yeah, I, mean, like, I mean, the analytics help, and you can study them and obviously use them to your advantage. But at the end of the day, you got to let the athletes play. It's almost like they're taking the human aspect out of it. Yeah, exactly. No, just 100% what it is. Yeah. It's like, I I know that this guy can throw 140 pitches, but I know due to this data that around 80, his arm's going to start to get sore and around 90, it's pushing it in around 100. You know, he's susceptible to certain tears and injuries versus letting him go out and do what he needs to do. And if he get if he gets injured. You know, it's part of life. We all get injured. That's why we play the sport. That's why we tell our coaches, nah, keep me in, coach. I can do it. For sure. Instead of looking at, like, yo, this is the championship. This guy has a chip on his shoulder because this is the world fucking series. Maybe he wants to pitch the whole game, and maybe that's why he's going crazy. Medicine is also getting a lot better. So players are able to do what they do consistently for a long period of time. Yeah, that's why you see, like, LeBron and Tom Brady go until they're 36, 43, and everyone else is retiring. Legit. But they also spend, like, millions of dollars on their body every year, have, like, crazy trainers, crazy... Well, honestly, I don't... I was going to say diets, but I've heard LeBron has a shitty diet. Taco Tuesday! (laughs) Well, I've heard, like, there's, like... If you look at, like, Tristan Thompson talking about LeBron's diet, he says he eats, like, a whole bunch of sweets, like... Eat shit like a, a stack of pancakes with all the syrup and whipped cream. And but do you, he's probably burning so oh, many. Oh yeah, he definitely goes and works out all, for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah, but he's also like his body's also like it's just used to burning everything. Yeah, no matter what he puts in it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. People who were smoking cigarettes at halftime and drinking beers at halftime back then during Super Bowls and playoff games, like they were not. Playing for 25 years, you know? Literally on the sidelines. Yeah. Helmet off, smoking cigs. Mm-hmm. And then they would go to work after the game. John <laughs> Stockton used to pull up to the games in a minivan with his kids and shit. And, like, drop them off at the little kitty section. Go go play the game. Pack them all up. Get in the car. Go home. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, Jim Brown and people from, like, 1980s football and stuff, like, they would play a football game and then go to work. And work eight hours. Just because they weren't getting paid as much back then? No, football was just for fun. Hmm. Like, it was just a sport. They weren't making millions of dollars like they are now. I mean, even, like, athletes like Bo Jackson, bro. Like, you know what happened to Bo Jackson? No. So, you know who Bo Jackson is? A boxer? No, run it. Is a Wait, no, 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 don't tell me. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. <laughs> is he a singer? No, nigga. We're talking right. about sports. Sports. All right. Bo Jackson. <laughs> 
Bo Jackson. He definitely didn't ski, right? No. He may have in his free time. I mean, I get, all right, I'm just going to tell you. Okay. He was a athlete who played football. He played in the NFL and MLB at the same time, just like Deion Sanders. And Michael Jordan. No, he didn't oh, play that at was the same NBA time. and MLB. Oh, at the same time. At the same time, like he would go from NFL season and play NFL games, and then during that would play like MLB games as well. Basically, what happened to him? He's a beast, dude. Unbelievable athlete. Like, if you watch videos of him, he could not be stopped. Faster than everyone, bigger than everybody, stronger than everybody. Like, could not be stopped. Basically, one play happened where he like took a weird step in a football game and he popped out his hip, right? Dislocated his hip. But not only that is he dislocated a hip and tore a vein, I believe, or an artery in his hip that like fed his leg blood, most of his leg blood, right? And didn't notice. They just thought it was just a dislocated hip. Mm. So they fixed the dislocated hip and didn't address the artery. and His leg got fucked up, so he had to retire. So think about medicine now. They would have caught that shit instantly. That guy would have probably been playing another t- 10 years. And we probably would have been seeing the greatest football slash athlete of all time. You know what I mean? Playing both MLB and NFL. Yeah. So it's like. On the flip side, too, we're probably saving a lot more lives, too, versus, you know, all the concussions back then. I'm sure they would do almost like a sober test, (laughs) (laughs) you know? I don't know what it was, but I'm sure it wasn't too invasive or, you know, but. Like, you remember your name? Yeah, yeah where you I at? Get back in. <laughs> where you at? Who are we playing? <laughs> yep. All right. You're good. You're good. Go back in there. Concussion number two. You remember your name? I bet. How's Go your head feel? <laughs> Great coach. <laughs> bet. There was a point too. They were wearing like leather helmets. The like they weren't even wearing like actual helmets. They were just crack. No pads. Just cracking each other. Yeah. It's like rugby almost. Yeah, and dude, they had different rules. Like the wedge formation where they literally would hold hands and create a V and just. Barrel into fucking the, the other team. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, was that like, like red zone technique? No, it was like kickoff technique. Like hmm. the guy would catch the kickoff. The guys would form a V around him like a shield, and they would just plow into the other team. Like bro. Spartans. Like spear themselves into the other team, bro. Can you believe that? Imagine seeing that, like, bird's eye view, just an arrow running into people. It literally run back like eight of them, or obviously ten of them, the 11th guys catching the ball. And they would lock arms in a V and sprint at the fucking other team. Like, what do you do in that situation? These guys are literally a, a moving wall of just huge people with leather helmets. They should try that now. <laughs> it's illegal now. You can't do that. Really? Yeah, you can't interlock arms. You can't wedge block. You can't do a V formation. Nothing like that because it causes injuries. This NBA season is going to be wild, too. When does it start? It's already started. <laughs> it's been going on. Yeah. Okay. I think we're like almost 10 games in for each team. Yeah. Oh, now, so now we're like 15. Now. Like 15, yeah. I'm definitely excited to see how the Nets are going to do. And are we having like a championship in like two months? Or how's that so work? So I think it's going to be. Seven games, right? So in they May? cut the season down. Yeah. Six, so seven, normally two. it's 82. I think they cut it down to 70. You might, I don't know what the exact number is. Either 70 or 72. But, yeah, they cut it down. Um, I think they're trying to, I would assume, finish by, like, July. Normally, they finish around, like, the summertime. I think that's when they're trying to finish this year as well. Okay. So that next year, like, they can start the season at normal time. So they can get back on the normal routine because they're kind of pushed back now with COVID. But I've also heard if 
because right now a lot of NBA players are testing positive for COVID. Like it's there's games being postponed, and I've heard that there's a possibility that they may have to resort to a bubble if it gets worse. But I've heard they're trying to also save it for the playoffs if needed. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm definitely excited to see how the season plays out. Okay. Yeah, and it's 72 regular season games they're going to be playing this year. Okay. I think a bubble's – I don't think that would be a possibility. Why for not? a whole season, bro. Oh, no, not for a whole season. They'd have to do it – I don't know how they would do it, but, I mean, clearly it worked last – like during the playoffs last year. So what I think they would have to do is stop the season for two weeks – Test everybody, make sure everybody's negative, right? Then have a bubble for, like, 20 games, right? So those 20 games happen. You're, like, halfway through the season now, so no matter what happens, you're halfway through the season. And then when you go back to playing outside the bubble, now you know everybody's clean and has a clean slate. So you can start fresh with new with protocols and everything like that. I think that's how they would have to attempt it. Because I don't know if the players would agree to a full 72-game bubble. Like, yeah. Like, imagine that. No, nah, that's way too long. They're probably sick of it. Especially after they already went through it for a couple months last season. So, But, I mean. They could bring Piff in there, though. Yeah, they're not getting <laughs> tested this year. <laughs> Can you imagine how I'm much n- weed was smoked at Disney Resort? <laughs> <laughs> During the, wait, was it Disney? Yeah, they, yeah, it was in Disney. You think they, t- they just got delivered, like, weed maps type shit? I think the NBA set it up so that they could get weed. Yeah, I think just to but on be the low. safe to be safe because I don't think Florida is like com- completely legal. I think they have medical weed. Right? Yeah, I believe that's the case. Yeah, so I think if anything, the NBA threw some 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 bands at that. It was like, yo, here here's some good piff. You know? Yeah, just definitely. Keep, stay I in can- the bubble. <laughs> Who do you think the most high person in the NBA is? <laughs> Last season. This just season, in general. this season, this year, right now. Oh God, J.R. Smith's not in it, right? No, so. last season it was definitely J.R. Smith. He was definitely getting booted every day. I don't know, bro. I've seen pictures of like Anthony Davis looking booted as hell. Like those pictures are hilarious. Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> nah, KD. I know KD getting getting booted. KD. I For could sure. see him. Nah. I could see Harden. Him and little baby just burning down. Russell Westbrook? No, nah, I don't see Westbrook nah, I don't piffing. See Westbrook piffing James Harden for nah. sure. Nah. James Harden for sure, right? For yeah. Sure. Steph, I can see Steph. Steph Curry. He's so chill, bro. I him and Aisha. Yeah. For sure. You know what? She makes some good food, cooks it up right there. Smoke a little joint. Yeah. I can see it. Definitely a joint. Yeah, I, I can see joint joint. joints. Yeah. That's crazy. Who else? Who else would burn in the NBA? Yeah, like... Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. Drummond. Yeah, I can see that. I think he just gets booted just like I'm seven feet. Well, I think I like think Kemba, Kemba Yeah, Kemba. Kemba de- Marcus Smart definitely tokes. Yeah. Tato. I don't know about that because people in Boston actually chill Marcus Smart, so they might know for sure. So I don't know, but T- Smart, Tatum. You think Tatum? Yo, Tatum. Definitely. He probably lights it up. What about Kobe? Think he ever dabbled? Nah, I think he was about his craft. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he was locked in. He was also about his recovery, though. So you never. He know. was. Ah, uh, that's true. I could see. Yeah, I could see him using it for medicinal purposes. Guys, like, think, think about it. Lamar Odom was literally doing crack. Dude, yeah, that's insane. His almost his whole NBA career. 
Insane. <laughs> and he was balling. Yo, he was nasty. <laughs> He's a, uh, he might be a future Hall of Famer. I don't know. Nah, he won six man of the year that. a bunch of times. Well, I mean, yeah, probably not after the whole incident and shit, but motherfucker was on crack, balling his heart out. Yo, who's the the white guy that came to Doherty? They played for the Celtics. He went. He's from Fall River. Chris Heron. Chris Heron, bro. He was doing that shit in, in the NBA, playing in the NBA, playing well in the NBA. Cracked out. Like, yeah, you don't remember? Wait, bro, he came to Doherty and yeah. talked about it. But like, you don't remember? Oh, bro, like, I have a horrible memory, but <laughs> I think I remember now. Was he a ginger? Or is he a ginger? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. No, he's, a, he's like a brown hair guy. But, he, dude, he was dead brown ass. Brown hair guy. <laughs> I think he had gray hair when he came, though. God damn. We're all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> Shit. Ginger, gray, brown. Croc, what do you think? Bald? Brown, <laughs> right? Yeah, thank you. All right. But, yeah, he was an addict, bro. In the NBA, he was addicted to drugs. Isn't, like, bro, there's people in the NBA. Like, he was, Lamar Odom was high on crack when he would go to NBA games and play. That's crazy. <laughs> it's because they have. I mean, like, I've never done it, so I don't know how I would feel off of it. So I don't know if I'd love to <laughs> exercise or not. Maybe that's one of the side effects, but. I mean, your heart is definitely racing. Lord. Yeah, well, I mean, they, the thing is they have all this money now. And then, like, all the connects, like, they're famous. Like, you want to hook up an NBA player, obviously. So, yeah. like, they got this bread. They got the connects. It's just easy at that point. I just wonder how the drug testing works for, for them to be able to do it like that yeah. point. So, I think they do random drug testing. Okay. Like, random I don't think. How? So, like, I don't think like it's. one player or the whole team? I think they just randomly test someone on the team. Like, I don't think it's, like, you, I think. No way. You don't think so? You think they just test everyone at the start of the season? I think what happens is. Yeah, I think they test one time at the beginning of the season automatic and then based off suspicion after that. They do randomize? Yeah, so like say if someone who's never dunked before comes in <laughs> and starts fucking dunking, they do a drug test to see if he's on steroids, you know? Yeah. Um, and they'll probably test him for other shit too. So I think maybe, but I don't know, just because everyone makes so much money, you know what I mean? And so I don't know if they could just pick one player because that's like what my college did. And we're D3, so they weren't even supposed to really drug test. They just did it for their own purposes. And fucking, they picked one player out of 60. So I was thinking, like, they, I don't know. I wonder if they do them consistently throughout. I know this year, obviously, I don't think they are. Well, at least not for, for, but, yeah, they're not testing. But I don't know if they do, like, tests consistently throughout the year or, like you said, if they do it once at the beginning and just suspicion afterwards. So you're, you can be subject to four random drug tests, and it's usually based off suspicion. Gotcha. So Bradley Beal had two 50-point games back-to-back, so they drug tested him after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so they can then <laughs> drug test you up to four times a season. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Does it say anything about if they automatically get tested at the beginning of the season? It does not. So and it says that you can retest and you have five days. So you honestly may get tested when you, I mean, I don't know if that's like what the exact protocols are. ever get tested. No, I, I would assume you get tested when you enter the league and then after that it's based off suspicion, based off those rules. Maybe like when you first enter, I yeah. can see that. It's yeah. like a regular job. I wonder if they'd be piffing and going to games, 
I'm sure. I'm sure. Because I would do that throughout well, any like sport I played. Matt football, Barnes and basketball, I would show up booted and I would play better. Matt Barnes said he used to, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, he has All the Smoke. That's the name of his podcast. It's a great podcast. Matt cool. Barnes. I do not miss him. Cool. That video of him and Kobe. Dude, that shit. That's Go legendary. History. Legendary. Yeah. I like Mike Barnes, though. I like him as a player. He was good. Yeah, I just love that Lakers team from 2K16 because that's Derek all Fisher. I Derek Fisher. Yes, his favorite player. Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher, uh, can you tell us how with, uh, today's game is going to go? Shout out P. Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Croc, who do you think's winning the ship this year? For what, NBA? Mm-hmm. I think the Nets are going to be a, a top-tier team to beat. Who do you think is going to be in the game, like, playing each other? Think it'll be Lakers-Nets? I don't know. That's tough. There's, like, a lot of good teams that you can't, like, compete with. You know, like, in the West, there's still, like, the Mavs, Nuggets, Clippers. I don't think the Mavs are there yet. They might need another star. I they, imagine they had one more piece. They need another big. Because mm-hmm. Willie Cauley-Stein and Porzingis are not it. Or at least Porzingis is not it. You don't think Porzingis? I think Porzingis is decent. He just came off an injury, too. So, I mean, he's just getting back into the groove of things. So, the thing is, obviously, you want to say Lakers, Nets, because that's the favorite. But there's always, like, situations I'm, like, oh, the Heat. Like, the Heat last year, like, no one picked the Heat to go to the finals. So, like, I don't know. Like, there's probably nobody. Like, I don't think anyone's picking the Heat to repeat to go to the finals. I'm picking the Celtics. You think the Celtics are going to come out of the East? Yeah. I think they have a good chance. They're definitely like a top three, four team. It's so I, I think I no order. I think the top teams in the East are Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Boston. Like that's maybe Miami is like an honorable mention, but other than that, I think that's that's the only teams coming out of the East as big threats. But then in the West, you just have so many options. Like the Suns are a sleeper team this year. Don't sleep on the Suns. Like they're right now, they're in the top of the West. I think any team Chris Paul is on is a sleeper team. Yeah, he always goes to teams and dominates. Yeah. Like he proves time after time that he makes them a playoff team. He's a floor general, man. Like, Chris Paul is on the Suns right now. Yeah, with Devin Booker and DeAndre, and they're pretty nice. He just he just knows how how to make a team better. Good well, facilitator. first of all, yeah, facilitator, and two, he's clutch. So if a team needs a bucket at the end of the game, he can just do it himself. So he doesn't have to rely on other people. Like I feel like he does that a lot, especially for the Thunder and for the fucking the Sun so far. Yeah, but you want to hear the top four teams in each conference or top five teams? Are you talking about standings wise mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So Bucks are nine and four. I don't know what that game just ended at, so they might be different. But they're nine and four. Celtics number two, eight and four. Sixers nine and five. At three, um, Pacers at four, eight and five, and then Nets at five, eight and six. And then for the West, it's Lakers one, eleven and three, Clippers ten and four, Jazz nine and four, Suns seven and five, Spurs eight and six. So the Nuggets are six and seven. Jesus, the Mavs are six and six. The Bucks game right now. What are the Trailblazers? Eight and six. What are they like? Sixth in the West. I think they could potentially end up being fourth. They'd, I think they'll be better than the Jazz, hopefully. I think they will be. 
I I mean, so the thing is, they just lost Nurchich too. He just Again? Got, yeah, he just got injured. How? What, what I, I don't know. You'd have to look it up. God damn it. But I know he got injured. It, it was tough. <clears throat> He's going to be out for a little while. I, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of the Blazers. Is Toronto East or West? East. Are they good this year? So this year they're actually pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what they are. Yeah. Four and eight. Okay. That's 13. That's tough. Only the Wizards and the Pistons are worse. Dame Dalla. I like Dame Dalla, man. I like him and CJ. That's a good combo. The Nets are up two right now with three and a half seconds left in the fourth. Wow. Does it say where's the ball? Just ended. Nets win? Nets. Yep. 125 to 123. Can I hear uh, a stat line on KD and Harden? I wonder what the over-under was. All right, KD, 10 for 21, 30 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Okay. 2 for 4 from the three-pointer. Okay, what about any uh, blocks or steals? Well, regardless, they beat a good Bucks team without Kyrie Irving. Two blocks. Yeah, zero sales. What about uh, James Harden's stat line? James Harden had, he went 13 for 25, 3 for 10 from the three-point line, 5 for 6 free throws, 6 rebounds. How many points? 12 assists, 1 block, 34 points. He had 34 points and 12 assists? Yep. So, I mean, that's two games in a row that James Harden's come back and balled out for the Nets. So, whoever was saying that he's washed and fat Definitely weren't right about them. I mean, dude, they're professional athletes, bro. They know their bodies. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm just, I'm, I want to see how, like, what's gonna happen when Kyrie comes back because he's expected to come back later this week, and I just, I'm wondering how it's gonna affect their team. Like, if, I mean, you would obviously assume they get better, but it could also hurt chemistry. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Kyrie is coming back this week. Later this week. So I think they play two games this week. I want to say against the Cavs. I think Wednesday, Friday. And I think they're optimistic that it'll come back in one of those games. Okay. Yeah, Wednesday, Friday. They play the Cavs and the Miami. The Heat. How are the Heat this year? Um. So I don't think they're, they're doing right. as good yeah. as they were last year. No, they're 4-7. and seven. Is Jimmy Butler on the Heat? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they're actually... I've heard they're trying to get Oladipo or Bradley Beal. So they're trying to get another piece to help Jimmy Butler. But the thing is, it'll most likely like cost them a lot of their young talent. Hopefully not Tyler Hero. I'm sure a lot of teams want Tyler Hero. For sure. Yeah, he's a baller. He's been dropping like 30, 30 point like nights. Like yeah, Duncan Robinson's been doing pretty good too. Do you trade a Tyler Hero for uh, Chris Paul? Uh, I don't think I don't think the Suns are trading Chris Paul. I think no. Like I'm saying, would like, you trade would I? Tyler? Yeah. So the thing no. I don't. So the thing is, like, Chris Paul's contract's high. He's about to retire soon. Like you don't. And the thing is, you don't know when he's going to retire. He could retire after the year you get him. That'd be tough because then you just got basically Chris Paul in a rental for a year. It depends what team I am. Yeah, it depends on the state and if your team is it like if you if you're a championship potential team and you need one more piece. Tyler Hero. So if you're already a championship caliber team and you just need one piece, I'm going for Tyler Hero because I can get him for multiple years. If I'm a team who needs one more piece to get into the playoffs, like I have good 
players. I just need one guy, like a vet, to come in and fucking work them. And I'm grabbing Chris Paul. Just like the Suns in the fucking Thunder. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I don't think, like, a team like the... I don't want to say the Lakers because they can do whatever they want. But, like, I don't <laughs> think a team like the Nuggets, who just went to the fi- uh, Western Conference Finals, would trade their a bunch of their young talent for Chris Paul. No, yeah, I don't. But I think they might for Tyler Hero. Ah, because he's yeah for another scorer on their team. Yeah, I can see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he showed he can play, and I feel like he's like the same type of player as like a lot of the Nuggets players, like high energy and yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see him fit well, but they'd probably so like that would cost them. Like I don't know, Tyler Hero's asking price is probably just high right now. Because of what he did, oh yeah, in the bubble and how he's playing right now. That's why I don't think, yeah, he won't get traded. Uh, no, nah, if I'm the Heat, I'm holding him for sure. So we were talking off air, right, about who's the goat? Hewer, who's your goat in NBA? As of right now, it's Michael Jordan. Croc, Kobe, Chris in the NBA. Yeah, goat. Yes. Who's your goat? Who do you think's the goat? Kobe. Kobe. I think it's LeBron. Like greatest of all time. I do like LeBron too. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. There was just something about Kobe. I just liked watching more. What about him? He played the game so like beautiful. He just had this instinct. Yeah, Yeah. like he just like he worked so hard, and like you could just see his game just reflected it. Like he was so. That's a good way to put it. You love, like, you enjoyed him so much as a person, and how much passion he put into himself in the sport. Yeah, that like it made you love him even more. Yeah, that's fire. And like you could see in his game, like, and how aggressive he was, and how confident he was in everything, just how hard he worked. Like he would put up any shot and probably make it. And if he missed, he'd be like, "All right, I'll take it again next round." Yeah, <laughs> you know. This guy told Shaq, right? I, th- I forgot the exact story, but apparently him and Shaq were playing together, and he missed a three-point shot. And Shaq was like, yo, you had to pass me the ball. And Kobe was like, this is his rookie year, by the way. Shaq's been in the league for like two or three years. He looks at Shaq and goes, fuck that, man. Get it off the rebound if I miss. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rookie, bro. Talking to like a four-year veteran, like – Beast of a player, Shaq, like, fucking huge man. <laughs> like, just saying that to his face. That's hilarious. Like, that's just who he was. Yeah. Kobe was different. All right, Pima. You saw Christian Wood called Shaq casual? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> They're no. in the middle of the interview. Is Christian Wood a commentator or a player? So, yeah. Christian Wood's a player on the Rockets. He was on the Pistons last year. He... Didn't really have, like, too much hype last year. But this year, he's balling out. Okay. Like, 25-plus points, 10-plus rebounds every single game. Wait, who's your GOAT? Who's my GOAT right now? Yeah. Michael Jordan. Who's your GOAT, Mitch? Brown Brown. Hmm. Those are two different people. Yeah. Yeah, those are two different people. Can there be more than one GOAT? No. No. Huh. So. Why is MJ the GOAT over LeBron? Heward. He's six of six of the finals. Okay. He's just dominant on the floor. Absolute beast, both offensively and defensively. I don't know what the exact records are. I'd have to look up, but he was averaging like 40 points for a span. And like, he's definitely up in the top scoring categories. He stuck with the Bulls his whole career. 
I, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's just his legacy. Like it's just Michael Jordan. Like everyone knows Michael Jordan. Like there are people that don't know basketball at all, but they don't Michael Jordan. And like, you can't really say that about a lot of people. Like there are great people and you need, like I can show you a picture and you'll, you still won't know. And they could be the goat in their sport. Do you think that one day due to like generational change or just time that it's kind of, change fade away from the mj or maybe not fade away but it's the lebrons and the kobe's and then whoever knows next you know is those numbers are going to increase and surpass yeah so i think the goat like chair is always up for grabs but it's also based off perspective like you were saying like obviously generations because we didn't really watch i didn't watch i wasn't able to watch michael jordan and you still think he's a goat yeah so like what i know is based off like highlights i've seen old game footage what people have said like what i've read like stuff that i've like basically my own research so i mean yeah i guess over the generations as they go on perspectives will definitely change and the goat will probably change okay what about you Mitch? why is lebron the goat it's a lot of different things i mean one because i'm actually able to like you said we weren't able to see jordan personally so i like i'm just watching highlights of him so like, I've seen the worst and best of LeBron face-to-face, you know what I mean? Like, it's happened in my life, and I've been able to, like, think it out and understand it, you know what I mean? And see Organize. him grow and progress. Yeah, and, like, dude, to have the hype, first of all, just to have the hype that LeBron had coming out of high school and to be able to live up to that hype like that is pretty fucking hard to do. Like, if you think about Jordan, he didn't really have that much hype coming out of high school. You know, like he probably, had, like like he said, dude, he was cut from the team early in his high school career, and then he went to high school, and then UNC is when he blew up and fucking started balling out, and then got drafted by the Bulls and started balling out. So he did have hype coming out of college, but LeBron came out of high school and balled against grown-ass men and was fucking eating them up. Rookie year averaging 20 points a game. And I just think... 17 years old, 18 years old, right around yeah. there, right? Playing against 25 30 to 30 to 35-year-olds and dominating physically all all over them. Like, he wasn't the greatest shooter, but physically he was way better. And that's one. Two, I just think the length of his career is just ridiculous. Like, it, MJ played 15 seasons total. Within those 15 seasons, like, he took a break, played baseball for season something like that yeah it was like a season and a half yeah and then came back to the wizards and played two seasons right so he after baseball he came back to the bulls for a couple for three years and then he retired again and then when he came back the second time he went to the wizards for like two years yeah okay and that was totaled up to 15 years in the league so his last what three years in the league they weren't like his first no he wasn't like playing no he wasn't no all right if you look at LeBron, he's already played 18 seasons in the league. <laughs> 18 seasons already. So that's already three more than Jordan. And he looks like he's better than he's ever been, ever. Stone is prime. After 18 seasons in the NBA. All right. So, like, the counter argument to that is Jordan was, like, at the casino at four in the morning. But that's Smoking his cigars, drinking decision, beers. Though. But he he did that and still came out and dropped 40 on your favorite player. But you didn't you just mention how bad LeBron's diet is? and how Yeah, but he also trains all the time. Like, they definitely... 
Jordan trained. No, he definitely like trained. Medical yeah. difference due there's to definitely time technology. And... But I'm de- I'm telling you, there's definitely advancements that help LeBron's case and allow him to like go as long as he he also puts in the work and he puts in millions of dollars like into his body for sure. Of course, but, but you that's also his decision. Yeah, yeah, and you, definitely and you can't use like. But I'm saying, imagine if Jordan did what LeBron like. Imagine if Jordan was as dedicated to his body as LeBron was. That's why I'm saying like Jordan didn't care about his body, treated it like shit, and still did what he did. I understand that. Yeah, but we can't take that into consideration because that's hypothetical. Yeah, so we have to look at them how stuff. they are. Yes. Right. It's now. like what actually okay. happened and what went on. That's the argument. But for sure. But I agree with you. If Jordan had done what LeBron did, bro. I'm sure he would have been just as good, if not better. I agree with you 100% wholeheartedly. But we're looking at what happened and what is happening. Yeah. Right? Jordan did what he did. That was his decision, and he, he got what he got for it, right? He's still considered the GOAT after yeah. all that shit he put his body through. I agree. That's amazing, right? But it's also amazing at the fact that LeBron has played 18 seasons the same exact way, meaning he attacks the rim, he plays physically, he controls the ball, he has the ball in his hands at all hand, at all times. Everyone's focused on him at all times. Everyone's game planning on him at all times, and he's still successful every single year. Yeah, I can't take that away from him. He went to the championship like for eighteen seasons for ten years, and bro. he looks like he exact. That's number three. So he looks like he can play another five years and still be just as good. Number three, there was a time span. Where this man was in the finals for t- 10 years in a row. It was LeBron versus somebody else for 10 years in a row. And I understand he had the Heat super team, and then he went to the Cavs. But how many times did he play the Cavs with the Warriors? Bring How many I times did he bring the Cavs times. out of the East? Yeah, I think it was three times. Yeah, how many times did he bring the Cavs out of the East, bro? Three times in a row. To play the fucking Warriors. Then he played one year with L.A., didn't make it to the ship. The very next year made it to the ship. And I understand he's had good players around him, but you look at Jordan, he's had all Pippen. He's had fucking... John Paxson. John Paxson, thank you. He had Dennis Rodman. He had Grant. He had he had a lot of good players with him, too. He had... What's the uh, Warriors coach's name? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. He has Steve Kerr. That guy's a shooter. You know, so he had good players, too. The only difference is Jordan had a consistent, the same group of guys around him the whole time, and LeBron didn't. He took different groups around him. It didn't matter who was around him. He was bringing them to the motherfucking ship. So I think that's, if you look at it, Jordan was scoring fucking 60, 65, 55, 49, consistently in the playoffs, like carrying his team, absolutely carrying his team. But you could also make the argument that he could have scored 35, 40, 25 20 and they could still won like hold on i have some stats here right jordan points per game lebron points per game of career jordan's at 30 lebron's at 27 right mm-hmm. lebron averages more rebounds and more assists two more assists one more rebound jordan has more steals right yep they play the same amount of minutes lebron has a better field goal percentage and a better three-point percentage jordan has a better free throw percentage right so they played let's look at how many games they played LeBron played already 200 more games than Jordan. And he has 2,000 more points because of it, 3,000 more rebounds, 4,000 more assists. He still has less steals, more blocks, more turnovers, all that. Now let's look at the player efficiency rating, right? The win share percentage 
for LeBron is 236.4. I don't know what that means, but for Jordan, it was 214. And okay. the value over replacing percentage for LeBron is 133, and for Jordan, it's 116. I don't know what that means, but I'm just saying LeBron's better. Boom. Um, and then in the playoffs, Jordan smokes LeBron in points, 33.4 points. LeBron's at 28. But then LeBron's also at nine assists and seven, uh, nine rebounds and seven assists. And Jordan's at six rebounds and five assists. So overall, I just think LeBron is more impactful to a fucking basketball game than Michael Jordan was. And let me ask both of you this. What do you think determines someone being the goat or not? So I was just about to say that. So I think, so greatest all around basketball player. I think I would have to pick LeBron over Jordan. Like, LeBron just better overall. Like, every stat, like, he got, like, athleticism, like, his body type. Like, I mean, they're both extremely athletic, but, like, he just got a couple inches. Like, he's more muscular. As far as, like, greatest of all time, like, someone, like, greatest of all time, they came in, they dominated the sport, right? They won. They did what they had to do. They went to the playoffs, did what they had to do. That's it. They didn't lose in the championship. When they got to the championship, they ended it, right? And that's what Michael Jordan did. And that's why I see him as the GOAT. Okay. But greatest all around, I would still have to say LeBron. And the thing, like I said, the GOAT chair is always up for grabs. If LeBron gets a couple more rings, my perspective may change. You want to know my counter-argument to that? What is it? Tom Brady's lost two Super Bowls. Joe Montana went 5-0, and and yet Brady's still the GOAT. Because he has more rings. doesn't matter. He's still lost two. LeBron can win another two, three rings. Yeah, if he won two or three more, he has more rings than Jordan. He went to the finals more times. I guess, like, at that point, it just his legacy would just, he would be better, like I would say. But there's no there's no player in the NFL that has more rings than Brady. So let me ask you this. In the NBA back then when Jordan was around, was there what's happening now where teams literally have to create super teams like the Warriors and the Nets just to beat LeBron, to beat Jordan? I mean, I wasn't watching basketball, but there were definitely talented teams that they were designed to be Jordan, yeah? I mean, I guess because Jordan was the best. But I'm saying, like, teams now legitimately make moves specifically to beat LeBron. KD couldn't beat LeBron, so what did he do? He joined with the Warriors, and the Warriors couldn't beat LeBron, so what did he? they do? The Warriors were up 3-1 on so LeBron, I and think lost. So KD didn't join. I don't think KD joined the Warriors because he couldn't beat LeBron. I think KD joined the Warriors because he couldn't beat the Warriors. And at that point, he just said, if I join them, we're basically unbeatable. Okay, so it, wait. Do you think if the Thunder team had beat the Warriors that, that series, they were up 3-1, you think they would have beat the Heat? They weren't playing the Heat. I think they were playing the Cavs. It's possible. Oh yeah, they were playing the Cavs. I mean, right? it's possible they were they were on a tear that season. They were doing really good. KD, like KD is KD, bro. Like you can't KD and Westbrook. Like that's basically saying a walking triple double in a thirty point fucking bucket. Like I, how you, it's also K, uh, LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They and the I Thunder think Kyrie is a, a better player, better offensive player than Russell Westbrook. Have we seen those matchups, LeBron and so in the finals they not Kyrie. No. They played, like, LeBron played uh, the Thunder when they were all in the Thunder in 2011, 2012. But the Heat absolutely shit on them. Okay. So, but that's the only time. And then besides that, it's just been the Warriors when KD was on the Warriors against the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a hard argument either way, you know. And it's, you're right, Tom Brady is a definite goal because he's won more, more ships. And it, that is... 
definitely a fact. But I just think in the body of work that LeBron has of 18 seasons, being as consistent as he has been, and if not consistent, just been getting better and better as he gets older and older and more seasons played and more miles on his body is is, is like the difference. And different that and like the, the amount of different teams he brought into the ship. So the GOAT debate, like obviously there has to be someone who's the best. And people love hearing it and it fuels it. But low key, I hate it. Cause you it takes away the greatness from players. Like you don't appreciate the play. Like, dude, I I used to hate LeBron James. And I just as a I got to a point as a basketball fan where I can't hate LeBron James. He's just so good. And I'm watching him do what he does that I can't hate him. Like, I just love basketball, and it just it's awesome to watch him play, just like it is anyone in the league. I, like, I realized it extremely the most after Kobe passed. Like, we like I don't want to talk about who's the great. Like, Croc said Kobe. Like, he's the greatest. Like, I love Kobe. I want to say Kobe's yeah, the greatest, yeah, yeah. you know? But, like, I, I, that takes away from Kobe if I don't say he's the greatest. But it doesn't. Because I mean, yeah, it doesn't. Kobe's still Kobe. I'm not – but, like, it just – I think if Tom Brady wins another one, he's undisputed go. Of if any he wins sport? with the Bucks, nah, not any sport, but football alone. I think he's already the best football player of all time. Like out of any position, any any player at any position, he- and it's crazy. He was drafted 199th, and like had no hype to him, and he was considered like a scrub. Who drafted him? The Pats. Oh, really? Out of, yeah, six round. Last pick. Wow. So he should have ended with the Pats. Yeah, that but he awesome. wouldn't have ended with a ring like he's gonna this year. That yeah, no man, he has a better chance this year, of course. The cast around him is just so like he just has so much talent. It's just they try to get him Antonio Brown, but you're right. I think at the end of the day, you should take every player and just love them for what they do and how they approach the game. Because I think everything is like you said. LeBron takes care of his body and works their own trains and. Jordan's in the casino gambling all night. It's just each player brings their own thing to the game. Fuck it. Kobe's the GOAT. Now, do you want to know who the real GOAT is, though? 6'9". He's only saying this because he's going to cut this out of the fucking podcast. No, this ain't getting cut out. No, I put Brad, it's going to get cut out. That's a whole whole episode. Bet. I love your hat. Thank you. Welcome, dog. Vlad gave it to me. Is Vlad here? I mean, I could probably give him a call real quick. Tell him to pull up. He's got a private... Helicopter. He has a private helicopter? Yeah. Really? Isn't how, it crazy? Yeah, how come we haven't been in that? Dude, he's Russian. He probably doesn't like sharing it. Oh, yeah. It's probably like an Apache attack chopper. <laughs> God damn. He's Russian. <laughs> that's a 15 kill streak. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me text him. Damn, that's crazy. I'm trying to I'm trying to ride in that heli. How much do you think one of those helis cost? Can you look it up real quick? An attack heli? <laughs> what I say? Attack Chelly. Ayo. Too many L's and cello. C's. I would say probably at least a. I don't know. You think it's a mil? What? I think it's like eight hundred mil, bro. What do you, you think? It's eight hundred mil. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. You said a million dollars. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it was I don't a know what every else. rapper in the world would have one here. I don't have. A, <laughs> I don't have. I don't have a one. A missile is probably a million dollars, bro. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yo, 
150 mil for one of them things. We probably have like 800 of them. I'm looking up the cost of like Apache helicopters and missiles. The (laughs) FBI is probably fucking watching us right now. 0.87 million for a unit. For a missile. For a unit? Yeah. That's a big ass missile if it's called a unit. (laughs) It's extra large. Heward, you're a unit. (laughs) Box. Nah. <laughs> All right. So huh? you said the Kawhi laugh. <laughs> no, it's more like. Croc, croc, croc. We needed that <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Not when we're wrapping up, dude. <laughs> We literally talked about McGregor the first 20 minutes. I was about to say, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Um, but I think at the end of the day, the GOAT conversations, just like a lot of debates out there, are very personalized based on like who you've watched it growing up, um, play styles that you like watching, and things of that nature. So I think it's naturally different for everybody. So Yeah. There'll we always all be this argument, you know. We always put in our, we always see ourselves in other people, and that you know attracts us to that person, whether it's a celebrity or a sports athlete, whatever it is. We want to project ourselves and see ourselves in other people, and that's what we do as humans, and that's what we do a lot with sports. So we all have our preferences: Kobe, LeBron, MJ, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, whoever you want to argue, man. Kimbo Slice, <laughs> Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, Khabib, John Jones. Really based off personal. Yeah, so find your goat because we know our goats. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a debate out there. There'll be a debater out there always. Just bring your passion, bring your facts. Even better, be the goat to someone else. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I think so. You know, we'll be posting. We'll have a post up. Please comment your goats and who you think the goat is for whatever sport you want. And thank you for joining in, man. It's been a fun episode. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely let us know who you guys' goats are in every sport because we want to know. We might flame back. We might not flame us, whatever it is. But we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you guys on this lovely hump day. Enjoy the rest of your week halfway through. Definitely want to give a shout out and thank you to our co-host who is up and running and ready to go now. Yeah, thank you guys. It was a pleasure uh, joining you guys for the first podcast. Hopefully we have many great podcasts in the future. Um, Hope there were a lot of great sports topics that you guys enjoyed today. And I hope you guys have a great weekend watching the sporting events that we talked about. Yeah, thank you very much. And I look forward to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Crocker, too, for joining in. Appreciate you. Yeah, talking to the mic. Oh, like I said, if I wasn't too booted. <laughs> Sorry, man. We got many more podcasts. We hope to have you on again. So For sure. And this is a podcast, baby. Come here, get booted, get fried, good combos, good vibes. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. I hope you guys have fun. Thank you, guys. Make sure to tune in next week to Podcast 2020, baby. Adios, guys. Toodaloo, Tamara. <laughs>